Welcome to Psychedelicast. Hosted by Clinton Cayley, this show is an interview-based podcast focused on offering listeners in-depth information concerning plant medicines, entheogens, and all subjects tangential to psychedelia. Join us in prying open the third eye. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Psychedelicast. I am your host, Clinton Cayley, former host of Rawcast, the Antisocial Commentary Podcast. This is my new home. Glad to be here. We discontinued Rawcast. That podcast has become defunct. We're going to recycle some of the episodes for this show because they specifically pertain to the material that we're going to be covering on this show. Um, but Rawcast was a great learning experience for me. Unfortunately, it's time for that to bury that hatchet. And uh, we're super excited to revamp, reboot, rebrand, rename all the re's um, to this new venture known as Psychedelicast. So welcome. Let's tell you a little bit about what the show is going to consist of. Uh, this show is an interview-based podcast focused on offering listeners in-depth information concerning plant medicines, entheogens, and all subjects tangential to psychedelia. We will speak with the figureheads and brightest minds in various fields relating to this third-wave psychedelic movement. The vision for Psychedelicast is to platform discussions concerning cutting-edge science and political breakthroughs, psychedelic and altered states medicine, ancient shamanic practices and conservation efforts, as well as deep psychonautica and consciousness expansion. I am a 13-year psychedelic explorer, advocate, constant seeker of truth, entrepreneur, a medical professional, a small business owner, and a plant medicine propagator. I am your host, Clinton Cayley. Welcome to Psychedelicast. We are so, so happy to have you this evening. In an attempt to curtail beating a dead horse, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of put Rawcast to sleep here and open up Psychedelicast. Uh, Rawcast was a wonderful learning experience for me, as I previously stated. Um, I loved that project. I still love that project. However, I wasn't sure where I was going with it. And therein, I sort of lost my my way and my passion for the project because I don't think it was focused enough and I didn't have the correct target. Um, certain events that have transpired in my life over the past year have led me back into my fascination with this all things psychedelic and I have decided to go ahead and narrow my scope of research, my scope of content into the realm of the psychedelic. That's what this podcast is all about. So we're going to kind of lay a format out here. Um, it'll become more apparent in later episodes as we really get it going. This being the first episode, all we're going to tell you about today, beyond what we've already explained, is that this episode is being released in conjunction with the Thank You Plant Medicine movement, the online social media movement, and not just this episode, um, but this podcast in general is being re-released to the public as Psychedelicast in conjunction with the Thank You Plant Medicine movement. Um, type in hashtag Thank You Plant Medicine on any of your social media apps or search engines, and you should be able to 
understand or come to a realization of what this is about. It's basically a coming out, air quotes if you will, uh, of people discussing their stories of life change, healing, consciousness expansion, and all the positive benefits that plant medicines have made in various people's lives. Uh, obviously, for some people, this is not possible um, due to professional, legal, and social uh, oppression or persecution. Um, but for some people, it is possible. And I am excited to release, re-release this podcast or begin this podcast in conjunction with the date where everyone is coming out, which is today, February the 20th, 2020. Anyways, not a whole lot of housekeeping to do here, this being the very first episode, but before we get into the reading for the day and then the brief discussion following that, we're going to go ahead and hear a word from one of our sponsors. Are you interested in the medicinal benefits of cannabis but concerned with the legal and professional ramifications of using marijuana? If so, then CBD's Apothecary is a one-stop shop for all your CBD needs. People all over the world are turning to CBD to alleviate stress and anxiety, get better sleep, reduce inflammation, relieve pain, and so much more. CBD's Apothecary curates a full line of branded and lab-tested CBD products. Visit www.cbdsapothecary.com to shop our CBD oils, vapes, edibles, topicals, and supplements. CBD's Apothecary is also home to the only CBD-infused nut edible on the planet, CBD's Nuts. Our edibles start at just $5 a bag, and we've recently reduced the price of our most popular product, CBD's Drops 1000 mg CBD oil, to only $50 a bottle. We have specifically priced our products to make CBD affordable and accessible to everyone. Shop now at www.cbdsapothecary.com. That's www.cbdeezapothecary.com. Rawcast listeners enjoy a 10% discount at checkout with the promo code RAWCAST. Thank you so much to CBD's Apothecary. Today in psychedelic news, ballot language approved for Washington, D.C. psychedelics decriminalization measure. The campaign to decriminalize psychedelics in Washington, D.C. took another step forward on Tuesday with the Board of Elections approving a short title and summary statement for the ballot initiative. This comes about two weeks after the board ruled that the proposal is lawful under city rules and can proceed. There were some questions about whether a congressional writer prohibiting the district from using its local dollars to lower penalties for Schedule I drugs would disqualify the measure, but the body agreed with activists that it did not. The initiative wouldn't change local laws banning entheogenic substances like psilocybin and ayahuasca. Rather, it would make enforcement of those laws among the district's lowest priorities and call on the D.C. Attorney General and the district's federal prosecutor to end prosecutions of such offenses. The new board-approved short title and summary statement reads as follows. Entheogenic Plant and Fungus Policy Act of 2020 
If enacted, this initiative would make the investigation and arrest of adults for non-commercial planting, cultivating, purchasing, transporting, distributing, possessing, and or engaging in practices with entheogenic plants and fungi among the Metropolitan Police Department's lowest law enforcement priorities, and codify that the people of the District of Columbia call upon the Attorney General for the District of Columbia and the United States Attorney for the District of Columbia to cease prosecution of residents of the D.C. for these activities. Quote, decriminalized nature D.C. was very pleased with today's hearing, says Seth Rosenberg, a spokesperson for the group behind the proposed ballot measure. Quotation, the final language of initiative measure 81 is very close to our proposed language, and we are grateful that the Board of Elections saw the value in bringing this measure to the citizens of Washington, D.C. We are even more excited about getting the petition process started to get on the 2020 ballot. The short title and summary will be published in the D.C. Register next week, following which point a 10-day challenge period will be opened. After the close of the comment period on March 9th, the panel will then hold another meeting to give final approval to the language. Once the title and summary get final approval, organizers will have to collect about 25,000 valid signatures from voters within 180 days in order to qualify for the November ballot. Quote, the campaign's message of education, including the safe use of medicinal and sacred plants and fungi, is finding an increasingly receptive audience across all levels of society as more and more people are seeking help for themselves or loved one, Melissa Lavasani, spokesperson for Decriminalized DC, said in a press release. Today's psychedelic news is brought to you by MarijuanaMovement.net. That is where you can find the text copy of the article that I just read to you. With that being said and done, let's move into our reading for the episode. So the piece we're going to go through today is actually a piece I wrote specifically for the hashtag thank you plant medicine coming out day or whatever you'd like to call it. I personally don't like to use that language as that uh, is kind of a hallmark of the LGBTQ movement. However, that's how it's being um, spoken about online, so we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Um, here is the piece that I wrote concerning this. Um, what we're going to do in these episodes is have a reading from my own personal writings, and then we're going to kind of break them down. And generally, we're going to go into an interview with someone knowledgeable in the psychedelic field. Um, this being the in inaugural episode, I'm going to kind of do it solo, although I'm going to avoid doing too many solo episodes in the future, which I did many of with Rawcast. However, I want this project to be interview-centric, and I really want to get in some big names here. I've got a lot of names on my list, and to me, some it seems very daunting right now. It seems almost impossible. I just can't imagine myself talking to these people and interviewing these people, but you know what? I'm going to try something I haven't tried before. I'm going to have faith in the universe. I know this is what I'm supposed to do, and I'm going to go big or go home, and I'm going to shoot for all those big names on my list and the small ones, and we are going to get some amazing interviews on this show for you guys, the listener. We're going to build our listenership bigger than broadcast ever was. And we are going to dive deep into the ethereal realms, hiding just behind the third eye. And we're going to start right now. 
I feel as though I have led somewhat of a double life for a long time. Those closest to me have always known how important these plant medicine experiences have been in my life. But I have been afraid to be open about this journey due to legal, professional, and social persecution. I have felt the changing of the social tide over the last decade. This shift in consciousness coupled with my last year's ayahuasca experiences has allowed me to finally sever ties with those fears of being vocal about this work. Ironically, the foundations laid by these experiences have been the most pivotal protagonists in propelling me into a successful education and career. This work is more important than my job, or money, or my perceived standing in society. I know that now. This work is honest and good. The universe respects it, and any repercussion of sermonizing this message is acceptable. The gravity and magnitude of the mystery I have tasted leaves me humble, anchored, and fluid in the face of adversity. In light of what I am learning on the other side, all of these monotonous fears are literally a joke, a fart in the cosmic wind of existence. That doesn't make them any less difficult to relinquish. However, it does become easier to surrender when you practice, consciously and continuously putting yourself in positions where you must either choose to let go of your misconceptions of reality, or they are wrenched out of your grasp forcibly, regardless of your attempt to hold on to them. As I grow older and look back, I feel more and more confident that my early introduction to psychedelics armored my mind against issues like anxiety and depression. Even before I ventured into the realms beyond a gram or two of psilocybin, I understood that I had found something that would be an ally to me for my whole life. As the age of the internet roared to life and the endless onslaught of mindless information began to flood our brains, when most around me were building the foundations of their anxieties, I was unwittingly tearing down boundaries and challenging the constructs within my psyche. I had no idea that the funny-colored, wide-eyed, giggle-box experiences of my teens would lead me into a lifelong search for the secrets that the plants know. I was 17 the first time that my coworker at Freebird's World Burrito handed me a gram of weird-looking, scraggly, golden-copper dried mushroom. My life's course was immediately and irreparably altered. Take that first, then we'll see how you do. I watched the walls of his apartment begin to melt for the very first time. I felt the warm, loving embrace of the magnificent other, at once an ancient feeling and a very familiar one. An impression of having been there before in another life. The sensation of my mind unfolding from two dimensions to three and beyond. The unexplainable sense that this is the state in which we are meant to preside. Somehow, through time and conditioning, our minds have been closed off to this realm. But this handful of different natural alkaloids kick that door in with a viciousness unparalleled. Has this journey been littered with challenges, mistakes, and difficulty? Bet your ass. Would I change it? Some things? Yes. Did I make the right choice in following this path? I believe it to be so. I've come to the understanding that all of my ideas and thoughts are a patchwork of my own subjective beliefs and fragments of influences, none of which are necessarily correct or true. I've witnessed the destruction of every concept I've ever considered solid, the foundations of reality itself being brought into question and found lacking. I have become acutely aware that none of my ideas are worth being held onto so tightly. Why? because I am profoundly unaware of what is really going on here.
having been shown only a glimpse of the titanic immensity of what I don't know and can never even comprehend. Have these revelations made me feel small and insignificant at times? Bet your ass. Have they also grounded me within myself and exposed me to my own essential nature? I believe they have. I've seen my own base conceptualization of myself destroyed and everything I thought was true about me erased, replaced with the opportunity to begin anew. I have been melded into the infinite web of vitality and consciousness that nets all living beings together across time and space, merged to the eternal grid that links us all, inextricably, inescapably bonded to my brothers and sisters around the globe and across the ages, patched into the infinite matrix of divine ardor that can never be earned or forfeited, only freely given to and shared by all children of God. I've been present for the dissolution of my ego, been forced to face my fear of death, my fear of becoming insane, my fear of becoming my father. I have been disintegrated to a state of having never even existed at all. I've ventured to the edge of conceivable consciousness and beyond, whether intentionally or by simple miscalculation of weighted dose. Here, anxiety is laughable. Having journeyed into the screaming abyss, the eternal void, Lost to anything remotely familiar or human, the physical aspects of existence are forced into hilarious and stark perspective. I thank these plants for their guidance, both in the small, funny afternoon and the long, abysmal night. Residing within are both the pits of mankind's despair and the highest registers of divine, inhuman ecstasy. I have been ushered into the presence of God, his countenance revealed. I have been cast into the blackest depths of hell. I've begged forgiveness and sworn to God that if he let me survive this trip, I'd never go back. I've wept tears of joy in the face of unimaginable love, beauty, and peace. Even so, here I am, alive and breathing, still chewing my way through this experience by the dried gram. It's been the beautiful, harrowing, and humbling adventure of a lifetime. It is my hope to witness and be involved in the destigmatization, decriminalization, and eventual legalization of nature in its myriad antidotes very soon. It is my hope that all those listening to this may find their own guiding, healing modalities, whatever they may be. These medicines have pushed me forward into the unknown for nigh on 15 years, healing and teaching, and have yet to offer a lesson that I didn't need to learn. Thank you, plant medicine. That'll be our writing expository for today. Um, generally, I won't do this breakdown discussion portion unless it's a solo episode such as this. Like I said, I'm hoping to really have um, a strong interview presence on this podcast going forward, but I do want to get this episode out and launch the podcast on this February the 20th, 2020 in honor and in conjunction with the Thank You Plant Medicine Movement. I wrote that piece specifically for today. I hadn't actually planned to use it on the podcast. It was just a writing that I did based on my life um, over time with living and growing alongside these psychedelic plants and compounds. There's a lot of truth in there. It's all true. It's all my perspective, but it's all true. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't have the 
luxury of doing what I'm doing today or what I've done in the past because I've been pretty open over the last six months to a year about my plant medicine and psychedelic experience. Previous to my ayahuasca experience last October, I was very, very wary and fearful of being open and honest about my psychedelic journeying. And never in my life had I really, I certainly wouldn't have never created an entire podcast about it. That would have been absolutely out of the question. And even now, you know, to be totally honest with you, I am taking my livelihood into my hands by being this open and honest. And I'm hoping that, as I said in the essay, that the universe does respect this work and does appreciate it and that my intentions are true and good and that those intentions will be honored via me never having to have an issue as far as my occupation is concerned because I love my job and I want to keep my job, but I love plant medicines and psychedelics and my journeying and learning with these different compounds over my life. And as a matter of fact, I would not be here at my job today. I would not have the career or the education that I have today if it weren't for my life's, my entire adult life's experiences in the psychedelic realm. It's just as simple as that. I would have never, well, I, 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 hesitate, I hesitate to say I would have never, but I can't imagine where my life would be without the influence and the direction and the guidance of these various compounds, namely psilocybin, which has been my closest psychedelic ally and plant medicine ally since I was 17 years old. I'm now 30 years old, so it's been a 13-year relationship, and I kind of reminisced on the, in that essay, I kind of reminisced on the beginning of that relationship, and, uh, I have been in the presence and I've communed with psilocybin many, many times since uh, since that first time when I was 17. But I'll never forget that, and uh, I'll never I'll never know. But I I'd wager a guess that my life would be drastically different had I not been introduced to psychedelics at an early age, and I'm very, very thankful for that. And if I were, if it were to all come crashing down tomorrow and I were to lose my livelihood, I would still be so beyond thankful because you know what, like I, like I expounded on in that piece, this work is more important than money. It is more important than my career. The work I'm doing with uh, some people close to me is some of the most beautiful, intimate, and healing work that I've ever been involved in. It's not only healing for those people, but it's also extremely healing and guiding for myself. And I'm very, very happy with where I am, my life is, in relation to these plants and compounds right now. Um, thus being the introduction, or pardon me, the inspiration to begin the podcast anew with a new focus and a new track. I'm I'm super excited about this journey that we're beginning here today. Um, my mind is going crazy with the thought of the possible guests I could have in the future 
and I really, really want to bring you guys some good content. Um, there are a few episodes from Rawcast that were specific, especially toward the end or to, or here in the most recent recent Rawcast history that were specifically uh, targeted towards the topics we're going to be discussing on this show. So I am going to leave those up. I'm going to edit those with the intro music and everything, and I'm going to try to repost those as uh, over time as Rawcast recycles, just because I think they're good bits of information. Uh, this is going to be episode number one for the Psychedelic Cast, and then I think I'm going to post my Ayahuasca Trilogy uh, tonight as well, just so there's some content in the backlog for people to listen to and enjoy for the newcomers to the podcast. Um, I am expecting and I'm going to be working toward getting a new influx of listeners because now that we're narrowing down our, we're, we're looking down the sites a little bit more clearly and we are stepping into a more niche content space I'm hoping that my audience is going and I'm expecting that my audience is going to expand with that being said I know that this first episode is relatively short but once again I'm going to try to avoid many solo episodes in the future I want to bring you guys only the best most up-to-date cutting-edge content concerning psychedelia and plant medicine psychotherapy psychopharmacology, pharmacology in general, ethnobotany. Uh, There are just so many fascinating arenas involved in in this psychedelic realm. And I'm looking forward to reaching into each and every one with exciting guests and important figureheads from the culture and movement. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening in to the first episode of Psychedelicast. Many more episodes to come. Very, very excited about this new project. Thank you, Plant Medicine. Thank you for all that you've offered me to enrich my life. I am forever thankful and grateful. And I am forever thankful and grateful for you, oh listener. I look forward to our journey together here on Psychedelicast, won't you please join me for the next episode where we will be attempting to pry open that third eye.